Welcome to episode 107. Today's guest is a Super Bowl champion and second round draft pick of the Green Bay Packers, Pat Lee. Thank you for joining me on the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. Staying put and trying to stay healthy. In the combine, I know you had a big microscope on you being a player that was projected to go in either the first or second round. Did you have any funny interview questions or any moments where teams are trying to pick you apart and see inside of the player that you are? I, I, <laughs> matter of fact, I did. I had one coach that used to, that was picking on me, trying to see if I know how to tackle and stuff now because he used to coach me at Auburn, Coach Gibbs. He was my DB coach at Auburn, the D coordinator at Auburn at one year in 2000 and I think, I believe, five. And <laughs> he was the, DB coach for the Chiefs at the time when I was getting drafted at the combine. So he was just nailing me, trying to, you know, give me everything. Like, you never used to tackle. How you tackle now? And this and that. And Herm Edwards was in there. And he was looking at me like, why is this guy all over you, man? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Coach Gibbs was all over me at Auburn. So I knew that was going to happen. It was just a funny moment in there with him, seeing him too, walking in there, seeing him like, oh man, he's the DB coach now. (laughs) (laughs) On draft day, you ended up going in the second round. What was your experience like? What was the day like for you? Man, that day was so crazy. So that day, draft day, I was at my mom's house. I I wanted to be just around family, nothing crazy. And it was just my mom and dad and one of my uncles and and my first basketball coach, basically who started me off to get me into Columbus High School, Miss Griffin. It was she's a lady coach and she was there at my house and I'm not gonna lie, I was sitting there watching the draft and I'm watching all these guys get picked and I fell asleep. And I woke up to a nine two zero number, and that was Ted Thompson for the Green Bay Packers <laughs> calling me. <laughs> and when I woke up and I saw that phone number, oh man, oh, my mom started crying, everybody started crying. It was just a special moment, man. I, I, I did it. I basically did it. From where I came from, my my dad had like a rough background. We've been through a, a whole bunch. We've been to the bottom, and to finally get that call to, you know, clear up some stuff in my family, it was awesome. Man. You were a rookie with the Green Bay Packers in 2008, <clears throat> playing for that team. Was there ever a welcome to the NFL moment for you, whether it came on or off the field? Ooh, yes, it was. I think uh, it was one game, I guess, my rookie year, or ooh, I think I was doing a kickoff return against uh, the Miami Dolphins, and this guy, he wore number 56. I did not want to watch the film again because I did not want to know his name, but I was doing a kickoff. Re- I think it was my rookie year. I'm not I'm not too sure. I don't want to lie to you guys and say it was my rookie year. No, let's not say it was my rookie year, but I did have a moment where Against Miami Dolphins, where this dude introduced me to his number fifty six into my chest, and I almost quit football that day. <laughs> <laughs> he hit me so hard, I was on doing kickoff return, and 
the team was blocking for me, of course, and the guys was in front of me, and I saw a hole that was so big. It was, you could fit an 18-wheeler through the hole. So my eyes lit up, and I was excited. So I hit it full speed, and, man, did he pop up out of nowhere. It looked like he popped up on the elevator. And he popped right up in front of me and hit me square in my chest. I got to the sideline. I I popped up so fast, running to the sideline. Coach Mike McCarthy tried to grab me. Coach Slocum tried to grab me. Like, I ran right past them. (laughs) (laughs) It fell out on the ground. Number 56 for the Dolphins hit me so hard, dude. I kid you not. My whole shoulder pads was on loose. Like, the strings was on loose. The straps came on loose and everything. And I see his helmet face mask print. In my chest. Oh man, that's how hard it hit me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so so the next so the next kickoff return. Guess what I did? I fair catch the hell out that ball. It was no <laughs> way I was running that <laughs> and getting hit like that again. <laughs> I was. I took a knee. And then I took a knee. Well, oh man. Being a return man in the NFL. What's that experience like? You did a lot of it with the Packers. You even returned some kicks in the Super Bowl. So what's behind the mentality of a return man in the NFL? Oh, man, making sure you catch the ball. Make sure you catch the ball. And that that was that was a key thing because that's the start of the offense. And I had to hand that ball off to Aaron Rodgers at least past the, the 30-yard line. So... <laughs> That was that was that was a lot of pressure for me, but it was good pressure because it was a great moment. Sometimes starting off the game, the first person to touch the ball is me, you know. And ah, you can't—I ah, miss those moments, man. Ah. At the end of the 2013 season, you helped the Packers make it to Super Bowl 45. Can you take me through what it was like playing in that game? You got to be on the field, make some plays defensively, and return kicks. Oh man. At the Super Bowl, that was crazy, man. That that was next to uh, my daughter's birth and my and my son. Oh man, that the Super Bowl was so amazing. The the excitement being at Jerry's World, the first time it was the 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 first year the stadium opened up in Dallas, and playing there that was amazing. Running through those tunnels, seeing all the celebrities there. Ah. Going out there on that field, just knowing we was gonna win—that's that's the feeling we had going into that game. It was it was wonderful moments all left and right of that game, man. And I got the chance to be out there and touch the ball and do a kickoff return and go on defense and make plays. Oh, I wanna—I couldn't ask for anything better than that. Did you have the opening return of the game on the opening kickoff? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, let me nope sorry that was the Steelers the Steelers had it but I, I had a half, a half time <laughs> okay yeah, I was wondering what it's like with all the cameras flashing as they do on that kickoff there at the beginning of the game you you talking about the 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 flashes we at Jerry's world he has the you know that jumbotron up there the the one in the middle right like oh my gosh it was like we was watching that instead of playing the game <laughs> <laughs> how does that compare that was- for you in terms of the player experience being able to look up and see something like that compared to your normal jumbotron billboard 
it was it was tough because we got cussed out a lot because we was we was really looking up at it like hey hey guys pay attention come on eyes on eyes on me that's what the coach was saying but nah it was it was awesome man seeing that jumbotron up there just hanging huge as like you know how big it is it's just crazy and then you know we had mason Cobby and tim massey tim massey was over there punting the ball and hitting hitting the jumbotron up there so it was it was crazy man it was it was awesome it was awesome well, what's the moment like for you when you're a player and you run out of that tunnel onto the field, sold out stadium, biggest moment of your life? What goes on in your head? Oh, oh. In my head, I I was I was at my dream. I drum I dr- I dreamed that moment for so many years and it, it just hit me and it oh, I almost threw up. <laughs> it was so crazy, man. I got a picture running out of the tunnel too, and it was so awesome. Oh, I love it, man. I I can't explain it. And what was going through my head is just we gonna we gonna we we are fit we we are fitted for our rings and we're gonna get it at the end of this game. That's how we fe- that's how I felt. We're gonna get it at the end uh, and the- hold that trophy. Was there anything surprising to you that you didn't expect coming into the game that ended up happening or anything about the environment? Man, it was a, it was a lot. It was, what I didn't expect how the end of the game where people rushed the field and I thought it was just going to be like just, you know, regular fans. It was celebrities like people rushing the field it was celebrities and it was so crazy I, I couldn't give you a moment in the game because it was just awesome it was just i felt like we was dominating the game and it was going to happen but after the game it was like crazy moments of seeing celebrities run up to the field and how they was cheering for us and we're looking at them like <laughs> we're looking at them like you're a celebrity but they're looking at us like you just played an awesome super bowl game and it was one moment where I seen Chuck Liddell like charging towards us, and I was like, "Shoot, should I hug this dude? Because it's Chuck Liddell. <laughs> I don't know if he's gonna body slam me or try to knock me out." But that was like a funny moment right there for me. <laughs> Crazy. What did you do? Did you give him a hug? I I, I sidestepped him and hugged him to the side, but he wasn't charging. But he was he was kind of he had a few beers on him, so I let him I let him have his moment. I was happy he ain't knocked me out. <laughs> <laughs> well, as a DB, I know you said that the mentality and you guys all went in knowing that you were going to win, but you did have quite an opponent and quite a receiving core and a quarterback to deal with. You faced off just to refresh people since it's been about a decade. You played Man. against Heinz Ward, Emmanuel Sanders, Mike Wallace, Heath Miller, Antoine Randall L was also a receiving threat for that team that, was quarterbacked by Ben Roethlisberger. How did you guys as a DB group shut that down enough to hold them to 25 points and let Aaron Rodgers do it on the offensive side to get you a win? Uh, I would all down capers, man. The defensive scheme that he had prepared for for the Steelers, uh, it was unbelievable. And then the guys that we had, them guys could, could do anything. We had Clay Matthews. Charles Woodson before he even got hurt, but like you know, he was out there dominating. 
he's the man. He's the whole football field. He's the quarterback on the defensive side. And he was out there dominating. We had Ryan Pickett and stuff. And also, what I want to say on the offensive side, you know, going against those guys every day in practice, those prepare you for games like this. You know, you got Greg Jennings, Donald Driver, uh, Jordy Nelson, all James Jones, I, Michael Finley, like those dudes right there was dominating all year. So going against those guys all year, it was it was kind of our time to win that Super Bowl, to, to go out there and, and play defense like how we was playing against those guys. Now we'll head into the rapid fire section. I've got three questions for you. First off, what are you passionate about outside of football? Uh, helping kids to get to the next level in sports and in school. Who's the toughest guy that you've ever had to face off against, whether it be in high school, college, or the NFL? Mm. He was a so this guy was he went to New Mexico State. Chris Williams, he played receiver. I think he did. He was a return specialist for the Chicago Bears. That dude right there was one of the fastest dude I had to cover in college, and I felt like I couldn't cover him. <laughs> 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 that dude made me Chris Williams he made me that was the first wide receiver to make me go to the sideline and go straight up to my coach who was Muschamp at the time Will Muschamp and I said coach you need to put a safety over the top I can't cover him <laughs> and that was the first time I ever did and mind you I am a 4-3 a 4-4 four, four, four guy <laughs> so he was a good dude man he was good What's in your playlist right now? What kind of music do you like to listen to? Uh, Lil Baby is in my playlist right now. Nice. <laughs> he just dropped a new album, too, not too long ago, so I was listening to him. And Metro Boomin, I'm a good friend of Metro Boomin. Metro Boomin, one of my uh, one of my friends that I played with, Tez Doolittle, he's, he's good friends. He works with Metro Boomin and I met Metro Boomin a couple of times and I hung out with him and he's a cool dude. So personally, I know him personally and I love his music. Of course, you know, he does great music. He's all over. So especially him. Yeah. Well, Pat, that's all the questions I had for you. Thank you so much for your time. All right. Thank you very much, Luke, man. It was awesome, man. Thank you. <laughs>